Disclaimer, the contents of this podcast do not constitute medical or professional advice and do not reflect the opinions of the affiliates, promotional sponsors or partners or advertising agencies and only reflects the opinions of the members and guests. This podcast contains explicit content and offends everyone equally. VTSR expressly disclaims any and all liability relating to any actions taken or not taken based on any or all contents of this podcast. We disclaim any responsibility. Listen at your own risk. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not ready. Well, here we go again, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls and listeners of all ages and calibers. It is time to sit down, adjust your eyesight, because, yes, those handsome faces in front of you are the crew from VTSR, Veterans Transitional Support Reconnaissance Show, and they are here to bring you the love, the sweet, smooth sounds of freedom. <sighs> Yes, here we go. Take it away. That sexy Puerto Rican J.P. Cervantes, his sidekick Mike, and the tall, obscure Yeti Nate. Welcome to VTSR, you mofos. What's going on, Mike? Uh, Not much, man. I am doing great, man. I'm tindering. And when I say I'm tindering, no, I'm not (laughs) back on Tinder. No. Because uh, I got a girlfriend. I got a girlfriend. I got a girlfriend. I got a girlfriend. Um, oh, la da. It, it's a uh, no, man. Check it out. So I'm watching this freaking show on Netflix. It's called The Tinder Swindler, right? And uh, apparently, this guy took millions of dollars from girls on on Tinder, right? And when you start watching the show and you're listening to these girls, you go like, you are retarded you deserve to get all your money taken away i mean come on man i mean but this guy was pretty smart though right because uh you know how we see that you know if if you try to look for the image of that person it, it really is somebody else you know whatever this guy was so smart he set up an actual website for the diamond company that he owned right and he uh, So he had a full website. He got an email and a domain to reply to the girls from the Diamond website. Uh, he, uh, he had checks on the, with, the, with the corporation name and everything. At least he went all in. He, I, I got to give him this. He put effort into it. He put effort into it. But these girls are like, oh, yeah, I met him and, uh, and I fell in love with him. And he asked me for my credit card, so I gave it to him. And uh, and it was a security because because uh, the diamonds, you know, uh, diamond industry is so is so tough that people want to kill you. So they were tracking his credit card usage. So he asked me for mine. <laughs> it's like true lying. Everybody's pretending to be a spy. <laughs> Dude, I gotta laugh. <laughs> the, I, Love is blind. And you know what? We were talking about it earlier uh, before we started recording, guys. But we were talking about what happened with Tinder was supposed to be a hookup app. And now it's like serious relationship kind of stuff. You you know? Yeah. And then girls get mad when a guy goes like, hey. I don't know. I don't know nothing about it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Nate used to be mad. They get so furious. 
Yeah. Well, I, I remember a while back when I, you know, when I used Tinder for a little bit until I got so mad. I think I went in like two Tinder dates, maybe one, no, maybe one Bumble, one Tinder, something like that. Bro, the first one was horrible. Bro. Seven grinders. No, bro. She's, she's sitting at the bar. She's sitting at the bar. Uh, actually, it was Charlie Mike's. Uh, she's sitting over there. I walked in and she have already ordered and put stuff on my tab and everything. I'm like, what the? the hell <laughs> like well, i just met you uh, like actually i literally just met you right and then uh, she goes like and this this was at yeah, and then she's like did you uh did you delete it i'm like delete what the app oh yeah you told me about this one i remember yeah yeah but like i just i just met you what are you talking about well, you need to delete the app and any phone numbers of females you got in your phone, you need to delete. I'm like, I'm like, well, I hope you enjoyed that one drink because I'm out. Yeah. I mean, people be crazy. You need to tell, you need to tell people at Charlie Mike's that you don't have an ongoing tab. You need to Well, no, he, he called me after he had that date and he ran on for a ranch for an hour. He was so livid that she would order drinks, delete the app. Like she was planning their whole marriage and future. Yeah. No, 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 no. My my question is, is why did Charlie Mike's no, allow her? They, to put well, well, they actually tab. they actually didn't uh didn't put it on my tab. They opened her a tab. She thought it was okay. on my tab. Yeah, they know better. Yeah, they, they know better. Okay. Yeah, because she told them, "Hey, do you know? Do you know JP?" He's like, "Yeah, uh, he's coming to meet me, so I want to open a tab." So she thought she was opening a tab on my name. It was actually her name. So the only good thing I got out of that day that I didn't pay for the drinks. Nice. The only, the only two drinks we got. One her, one me, because I was out of the door. <laughs> I'm surprised you stayed for that. And, and you know what is funny? This is the funny part. Is like <clears throat> I, I never took anyone to that bar, right? So when I, we were trying to figure out where we were going to go and, you know, have, have drinks, she said, well, there's a little bar that nobody goes to. And it's like, and uh, yeah, let's go to this. I, I always wanted to go there. Let's go to Charlie myself. Like, Son of a bitch. Oh, that's my I like that's my spot. She knew she was fishing you. <laughs> she she probably she probably knew. Yeah, but but the thing is she's probably stalking on Insta she's probably stalking on Instagram, knew where you yeah. go all the time. Yeah. And knew she was she And she's into. like, man, this dumbass fell for it. Yeah, so but I, on that I, same I, note though, they these women do know these things because one of the girls I used to work with at uh, Popeyes, she went to school with a girl who then became a stripper. Whatever, no big deal. And this guy propositioned her on Facebook, said, hey, I'm in town in this town or wherever that you're working at. I'm here for a week. Let's hang out. And the girl's like, um, I'm sorry, I don't really know you. And he's like, yeah, but how much for a night? And she's like, excuse me? She then took his profile picture, found his Facebook, messaged her circle. And then with one hour, they knew exactly where this guy worked. What? And had his, and had his wife's information. So, and I, I stood there and this all happened while we were on a shift. I was like, man, these women have got some skills. When they put their little network together, I'm they impressed. Do. I'm like, you know what? It, the U.S. government is misusing resources. You don't right. need the CIA to find Bin Laden. All you needed was to go to one spouse, one, and tell her. I think your husband is cheating on you with Ben Laden. And that right. bitch will Done. find Ben Laden in 24 hours. Right? 
his kids, his address, they would have known exactly his routine, right? They would have found him at his gym with his massage oils, and they would have known when his dialysis was getting changed. Yeah. I'm telling you, he would have been found like that. You want to yeah. find anybody, you just tell some girl the husband is fucking cheating on her with whoever, and it's done. Done deal. They can't hide. They they just can't hide, man. No, they they know. <laughs> am, I, am, I, you know am I right, Mike? And and, and who would who would who? Hey, hey, the possibility is, SEAL Team didn't freaking kill Bin Laden. Maybe he was some pissed off girlfriend. Might have been her. <laughs> <laughs> some pissed off girlfriend, and then SEAL Team went like, "Oh shit, she she took him out for us." Oh, okay. Well, well, we did it. That explains the crashed he helicopter, though, because she was driving mad. Probably. Because, you know, women can't drive. And this last one that they took out, there was a crashed helicopter too, right? That is correct. It's a, it's a standard operating procedure now, right? Yeah. If, you didn't, if you didn't crash a helicopter, doesn't it count. didn't happen. Yeah, because there's no proof that you were really there, no. right? It's like that whole don't leave your equipment behind is not longer there. I mean, we left a lot of shit in Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> Littering is the new thing. Let's not get uh, let's not get on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, anyways, we were just ranting about that earlier, uh, Nate, about the freaking. Okay. Uh, I, I know you use Grinder. I, I know you like that one. The uh, slap chat, yeah, yeah, the slap chat. <laughs> the slap chat. <laughs> slap chat. It's Russian, but it's making a comeback. You know. Oh, yeah, that's it's Ukrainian. Is that, is that, is that where you get a, someone comes out and slaps you? Yeah. Put a yeah. request for a slap. If she walks up and slaps you, and you can take it, you know, she'll buy you a drink and uh, give you some borscht. <laughs> it's Ukrainian. Right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, I am sorry that problem. I was late getting on the show. I was uh, online. Um, I'm looking to purchase a new first aid kit because okay. I feel like I treating myself. Gonna... <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were on OnlyFans. <laughs> I was on OnlyFans. I was my only fan. And my grandmother. She's really supportive. I appreciate her. <laughs> she picks the outfits. So you were doing what? I'm sorry. You're when, not from West when Virginia? You were late. You were doing what? I, I was looking for uh, first aid kits. I felt like I wanted to treat myself. Uh, are, we, uh, are we supposed <laughs> to laugh at that one? <laughs> Uh, oh, oh. I was like, like, oh my! I was like, how is he treating himself? Let's see here. I like, I, I like. Can That's... somebody draw that in the board for me? And like, <laughs> I need a visual. <laughs> I need a visual for this one. Yeah. Well, speaking of visuals, my dad actually just called me this morning. He's been in the hospital for about four hours, and I said, "Well, what's going on?" He's like, "Well, I swallowed this invisible ink," and I'm like, "Oh no! What are they doing for?" And he goes, "I'm waiting to be seen." Uh, all right, Nate, uh, we're going to mute you for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> that's bad. That's bad. I think we're going to mute you, bro. All you right. You are insane. <laughs> I know. I was tested hey, by the Army. It was like the, only, the only test like I, 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 I positively passed was the uh, crazy test. They said I did a great job. Hey, man, before I forget, uh, oh, today we got an amazing guest, uh, that we're going to introduce later on, but uh, Kevin, let me see if I'm going to, I'm going to mess this up. And we just rehearsed it there, Mike. The beef. Le, the, the beef. beef. <laughs> Kevin Le, 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 Le Bouf. Bouf. 
Leboeuf, now say it like a Canadian. Kevin like Leboeuf. Leboeuf. Okay. Leboeuf. Kevin Leboeuf. Kevin Leboeuf. Eh? Eh? Anyways, hey. uh, so we got him tonight. But first, I want to tell you, man, we are getting a lot of great feedback from the last episode of VTSR with uh, uh, Campo Amor uh, or Country Love. Um, Country Love. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I don't know, you know, we, I didn't want to put the whole text out uh, on social media, but uh, – If you heard the last episode with Campomore, he talked about a support person that he, he was his favorite soldier in the world, right? Well, that support person apparently heard the podcast. Nice. And yes, and contacted him and said, I didn't know, like, you felt that way about my the work I did. Uh, and he said, and apparently that person has been going through a lot of lows these last few years, and he said, That listening listening oh, wow. to that made him feel something like he's worth something again. And I was like, holy snap, one saving one person at a time. That's what I'm talking about. One at a time. It's powerful. I'll, I'll send you guys a screenshot. So what's, so what's send about? you guys a screenshot of, of that. Uh, but you know, I didn't want to post it on social media, but send you a, a screenshot of that. It's just pretty powerful, pretty amazing. So that's why we do what we do. Um, it's freaking awesome, man. Anyways, uh, we got here tonight a Canadian, because we got, we got Nate working, finding guests. So we, of course, he's doing it all in Canada. Uh, we got a Canadian here with us, uh, Kevin Leboeuf. Uh, and Kevin served in the military in Canada, and he also got his own company doing uh, beard stuff. Uh, of course, I if it's up to me, He will, if it's up to me, he will die of hunger. Shameless plug. Yeah, he will die of hunger because I ain't got no beard. But uh, anyways, uh, hey, what's going on, Kevin? Welcome to the show. Hey, two out of three, two out of the three here, yeah. we're good. <laughs> what's going on, Kevin? Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for, thanks for having me, guys. It's uh, really an honor to be on the show. Heard, uh, heard a bunch of good stuff about this. Awesome. Hey, Kevin, can you... Can you tell us a little bit about you? Tell us where you're from, everything, man. We want to know it all. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I grew up in Quebec, uh, born in Quebec, Montreal. So I learned French and English at the same time. Not really sure what I speak first or primary language. I have no idea. I'm probably, I have no idea. Um, and went through school, had a really hard time with school and uh, actually left, never graduated high school and uh, joined the military instead of going to the to jail basically is <laughs> basically jail or the military. So chose the military <laughs> path and became a combat engineer. And then a I year, <laughs> a year later I was, um, deployed in Afghanistan and, uh, three, three Oh eight. And uh, I specialized in Iraq. So, uh, expedient route opening, uh, clearance, basically look for bombs every day out of the wire, 15 hours a day, basically. And uh, got back and spent, then went high-risk search, because that was uh, what I was really for, like the adrenaline. And uh, it was quite quite eye-opening, the stuff that I didn't know while I was overseas that then I knew about, that I was like, oh, my God, this is actually fucked up what we did. We didn't have anything we were doing properly. Um, and then I got kicked out for PTSD and anger and uh, threatening uh, civilian like on base, I actually, that was working with us and, uh, 
yeah, I got kicked out pretty fast and then uh, I didn't know what I was going to do, but grew my beard for the first time in my life. Super excited. Uh, freedom beard. And uh, then it was itchy and dry and flaky and I hated it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to shave. So I was going to give up on it. And um, went to the store, bought some products, brought it home. My partner's a holistic nutritionist. She read the labels. She's like, no, fuck no, that's not going on your skin. And we were going to have a baby at the time too. And babies are always close to your face, right? So the transfer of, of chemical products to the face, I was like, all right, you, you, you make a point. Like I eat healthy and I was aware of what I was putting inside my body, but not on my body. I didn't care. Like the military was stabbing me every other month and go somewhere and yeah, like, I don't know, a couple vaccines more. What is it? You know what I mean? It didn't matter. Um, so we made our own products and then friends wanted some and friends of friends and fast forward four years basically. And we're 3,500 locations across Canada, US, Turks and Caicos, uh, Jamaica. And we're just in the final stages of getting our EU certifications. It's like the highest skincare uh, certifications in the world. And once we do that, then we're, about, we're able to es export all the way to Europe. So super excited. We got nine, nine uh, staff full time and uh, yeah, it's been, been quite a journey it's been actually cool making your own rules like instead of following rules it's been quite amazing that that is pretty cool man uh so you said <laughs> you said you had some anger ptsd issues i think that's all of us <laughs> i was gonna say isn't that everybody well, I, but, uh, I know the base that he worked on and don't uh, we some all? Of those civilians uh push buttons you, yeah. you know uh Talking about civilians, I was just talking about it today at Charlie Mike's with a uh, with a couple of old timers over there, and because uh, somebody was talking about State Department specifically, right? And and they said, well, State Department, you know, it's uh, oh, State boy. Department. They're they're very political, and they will backstab you. All those civilians will backstab you. This and that. Now, I know that because I have worked with them, and I know they're all about moving up in the chain, and they don't care who they got to step on. However. That's everywhere, man. Because when I work in SWEC in the schoolhouse, in the Special Forces uh, schoolhouse here, the civilians that I work with in my area were all retired. Listen, Green Berets. And apparently, once they become civilians and they become GS workers, they yeah. forget where the hell they no. came from. And now they're doing the same no, shit, it, backstabbing each other, it, trying to get promoted, the, the next promotion. It, G, G, GS is easy. It's contracting is where they really get you. But um, I have to agree with the Department of State part of that. Because <laughs> even when they retire, they're still, you know, it's all about them and me. I'm probably going to get some hate mail for this, but I still work with some Department of State folks, and it's, I have to hold my tongue. So, yeah, yeah. Hey, if anybody's want to send hate mail to him about that, send it uh, to jestertack uh, gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, that's that's Mike's email right there. Okay, just letting you guys know. But there is a height requirement to reach the mailbox. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Short joke. <laughs> we knew it was coming, Mike. We knew it was coming. You gotta get at least one in every episode. <laughs> hey, Max. hey, uh, Kevin. Uh, when when you got out of the military, did you have uh, uh, any? You know, do you have? It was a hard, a hard, hard. Did you have a hard time adjusting to the civilian life? Fuck yeah, I still do, man. I, I've only been out for a few years. Um, it's been, I don't know, man. Like, I was in the Army for 14 years of my life. Basically, as, as, as old as I was prior military is, like, how much time I spent in the military, basically. Um, so, man, I was, like, 
I don't know what I, what do I do? Like, I can't speak to civilian. Like I don't deal with the, with the, the staff here at educated beards. I don't like my partner does. Cause I'm just a dickhead. Her, yeah. her feelings. I gotta be careful. Like they're just like, why are you such a dick? Why are you so like direct? I was like, well, let's cut the blah, blah. Let's get to fucking work. Let's do a, B, C, D. And that's it. Like, so I'm not really good with that. And now, you got you got to hug and coddle and then tell them what you want. But that's but, but that's probably why shit gets done because you're direct and you don't fucking bullshit around. Yeah, but even the military is like that now, which is sad. Like now everyone's like, I heard my buddy's teaching on a course and he's like, we got this this person that's identifying as a fox, a fucking fox. They got like ears. They they wear ear and tail and they use a fucking litter box. On Thursday, March 31st, Let's Walk It Out will be kicking off its second annual 222-mile ruck march in North Carolina. Raising awareness from Fayetteville to Camp Lejeune and back, Let's Walk It Out is dedicated to suicide prevention and overcoming the stigma often associated with PTS, all while benefiting charities committed to veteran wellness. Ten days, ten legs, but unlimited potential to be part of the solution. Volunteer, sponsorship, and participant opportunities can be found at letswalkitout.org. Together, let's work it out. Let's walk it out. When does that become an issue? Like, when do you say, hey, Ben, I'm going to give this person a, a rifle. I'm going to carry a bag of cat litter with me. How in the actual fuck do you pass this, the eval to get in? Well, who is the recruiter that sat there and said, oh, hello, Mr. Fox. I'm a chicken hen. I'm going to let you w in. Wusa, Nate. Eat me and come to my house. Who Wusan. the fuck let that through recruiting? Who is the idiot that they should have kept at the unit, buried in the back of CQ, counting JP, mute the mic. JP, mute the mic. That let this person, I'm a fox and I'm on my right mind. Give me a rifle, I'm going to march to war. What in the actual sweet fucking baby Jesus is that shit? Sorry All if right, I offended anybody. Lady. Ladies so, uh, so Kevin, any foxes that you that no, work for you? No, we're, the, the the team is quite tight. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's actually really good. They know, like, but we have a bunch of vets that work with us too. Like, I have a a, vet, a group of ambassadors, so right on. we have like a really tight little group of people that we could support and and really check on each other. I got some in the U.S. I got some here. Um, but yeah, we have some vets working in here too, transitioning outside the military. So they report to me, and I, I'm like. They just know, like, that's easier than dealing with, with civilians too. Um, I'm still adapting with that. I think I'll adapt all my life. Uh, and especially the way that civilization is going right now in society. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Kevin, uh, the, uh, what kind of resources do you have available uh, after you got out or that, that you tap into, if you did tap into any of them and did they help you or not? Holy fuck, man, I'll be honest. Um, so I was majority shareholder of my company at the beginning. And then, um, there wasn't very many doors that would open. So they're like, ah, oh, you're a veteran. You don't really know anything about business. So we, uh, switched the, um, the share, the share, the share structure to my partner, uh, women in business now and all the doors open. So it was kind of sad that that happened because I was like, man, you give $80,000 to vets that get out and want to go reschool and like retrain. There's $80,000 already allocated to, to guys that want to go out. Why can't I just start my company or start my business, hire people? It's going to help the economy, right? More than me going to school and then going back into as a plug or try to plug something and be like, 
oh man, I'm not very good at, at dealing with civilians, so I'm not going to do anything. But that $80,000 would be worthless, right? At the end of the day and be like, hey, why isn't that money allocated to veterans that want to start a business? No, 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 no. You're thinking outside the box here. You know, that okay. is weird that, that as a woman, she gets more benefits when everybody's supposed to be neutral now, right? And we're supposed mm -hmm. to be neutral, like, like there's like no there's woman, no... there's no man, like everybody's the Equal. same. Equal? Yeah. E equal. Yeah. Same, same, different. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I, like, anyway. I understand, like, at, the, at one point that, like, obviously there's a lot less women in business. Uh, it does make sense that there's more money or pocket of money or an envelope of money allocated to them, which is good. But, like, supporting vets, giving them a purpose right after they get out. There should be a little bit of money allocated to them. And even if it's like 10 grand, okay, you've you've came up to this, you've hired your first employee, then another 20 grand, like injected, and then another 40 grand, you know, like until you've allocated that $8,000. You don't have to give it all at one time because, you know, the guys are just going to buy a brand new truck and, and hookers and blow, basically. But, yeah, I don't know. Those are employees. Those can be employees. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to echo what you're saying, though, it, text right off. Um, I just right had a call this morning with one of my um, one of my guys that I'm working with and trying to mentor him through that same education program. They have eighty thousand dollars allotted to them because of the time that they were in. Now that's for education purposes. So he came up with this amazing plan. He wants to be you know X Y and Z, and the schooling is already recognized. It's already courses that they have funded before. But here's the fun thing: is that he's the first one ever to apply for that. And he's not, he's not the first one to apply for it, but it's his app first application. So they're rejecting it right away, told him that there wasn't enough information and asked him 17 questions. That's already on this course's website that they have already paid for seven. We found seven other people just this year, this year, this fiscal year that they have paid for already to take that course. So they can't take his information and go, it's the same as these guys. No, he has to resubmit and he has to check every one of these stupid single boxes again to get that money. And they're like, well, you're you're not the pat on the head. You're a veteran. You're not really smart enough. So we're going to make you jump through these hoops and hope that you either give up or give up. Right. And we resubmitted his paperwork again. And if they if they do send it back saying that he doesn't qualify, then I'm going to call a friend of mine who's higher up and say, this is bullshit because you're right that this, you're a veteran. We're going to treat you like you don't know what you're doing. And this is a big problem in Canada. I've, I've come across this in the last five years working with other individuals and yourself, Kevin, with your business. I had one person, they wrote up this amazing business plan, took it to their counselor at veteran of affairs, handed them the business plan and said, this is what I want to do. This is what I want my education money for. And the lady said, okay, give me a couple weeks. I'm going to research this. So he was like in blind faith trust going, Oh, you're going to research this for me right on. You're the SME. You're the subject matter expert. So I'm going to trust you because the government has given you to me as an asset. This lady came back to him three weeks later and said, this is not a viable plan whatsoever. And he was devastated. He's like, Nate, they, they told me it was not viable. Like this is my heart and soul. I stayed up nights, you know, for weeks putting this together and, and everybody in the industry that I work with, they say that this is how I have to do it. And I said, well, did you with, with well, no explanation? Said, ask her why? He said, well, I have a meeting. Can you come with me? And I said, yeah. So I went to the meeting. She was like, well, who's this guy? And he's like, this is my friend. 
He's just here to, you know, help me out because he's going to be my first employee. So we played it off that way. And she's like, okay, well, your business plan is no good. And he goes, okay, well, why? And I'm just sitting there listening. And she goes, well, I took it to uh, other people in the industry that you want to get into. And they said it was garbage. And I'm like, okay, excuse me. So who in the industry? Exactly. She took his business plan to the competition and said, and And they they probably stole it. So I looked at her and I said, ma'am, you're, you just lost your job. And she's looking at me and I'm like, listen, this is who I am. Here's my card. I'm talking to your boss right now. Did you just cost this guy a million fucking dollars? And then we found out that all she wanted to do was force him to take a administrative assistance course. Now this guy was a warrant. He had, he was in charge of troops. He was, you know, he was a warrant officer in the Canadian infantry. So not some little new guy out of basic training. This guy had, a whole bunch of experience behind him. And she was like, no, no, we're going to make you somebody else's administrative assistant. A warrant who's used to dealing with 50 troops and and an officer tied to his waist. And you want him to work with one civvy who can barely run their law office or legal office or whatever it is the fucking widget factory of the month is. And you want him to stay in a tiny little space with this person. Are you getting a kickback from the school? Oh, you're getting 5,000... Not a word of a lie. Five thousand dollars every time JP. she signs somebody up to this education program, even if they dropped out. So hearing a successful veteran business makes me hard uh, for you know success. Okay, JP, Mike, come on. So <laughs> I love those stories. So hearing Kevin actually succeed in spite of these limitations is so awesome, and the fact that he's got other veterans that he works with and mentors. I've got maple. Like I'm got a full on maple sugar. Right <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Kevin, uh, if there's any uh, uh, nonprofit organizations over there in Canada that you can that you could tap into for uh, veteran assistance for business? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, there there's one that kind of that, that does help. Uh, Poe, it's like Princess of Operations, um, and they're pretty cool. They they help. They link you up with a mentor, and they've they've actually linked me up with a billionaire, which was pretty amazing to have like one-on-one conversations for, for a while with him. Uh, we still keep touch and he still like injects his being in, uh, once, once I need him, obviously his time is, is quite valuable. So I try not to take too much of it. Um, but yeah, there, there's some cool stuff like that, that they help you. They have like a boot camp. it's called, um, where they'll, they'll get you to drink from a fire hose for like a week, I think is the boot camp of like, learning business of like how to run spreadsheets and business plans and all that stuff. Um, I've never done that, that portion of it. I've only done the mentoring uh, or the mentee, which is, is quite cool. Uh, but besides that, not, not really much that I've, I've heard of on, on the veteran side of things or yeah, not really. You got something you were going to say there, Nate? Uh, no, actually, I was just coughing. <laughs> I could turn my damn mic back on. Quick. I might have some quick, really good quick, beard oil quick, over my fingertips quick. right now. I'm just saying. Some really expensive, not expensive, well-priced and so soft on my skin. And apparently it makes my fingertips very soft, too. Mm. 
<laughs> are, are you talking about KY right now? Uh, anyway. Hey, uh, Kevin, uh, what's, what's your website where people can find your product? Yeah, yeah, educatedbeards.com. Um, and we have a .ca too. It's going to redirect you automatically depending where you're shopping from. And we do free shipping over $40. Um, it's anywhere in Canada and the U.S. Cool. And you got it. You got your, in, your, I imagine you got your social media going too, right? Yeah. It's all educated beards. Everything's educated beards. We got, uh, actually trademark registered throughout Canada and the U S and all the EU too. Um, so that's, that's been challenging on its own. And then, uh, COVID obviously is slowing things down and making you pull your hair out of your head. But don't we all deal with like stress? Well, when you're a vet, that's the only thing that you're good at actually is like dealing with stress. What do we do? You know, ramp it up. <laughs> you know that that now that you mentioned that tra trademarking is a pain in the ass and it's expensive. Now it's inexpensive if you want to do it yourself, but the the problem is if you do it yourself, once you pay for it, if it gets if it comes back for any reason, you just lost that money. You got to pay it again, and they'll kick that shit back on purpose just to get more money from you. <laughs> oh yeah, now, it's been. It's been like with the lawyers, like back and forth with the lawyers. I'm like, oh my god, when is this going to be done? <sighs> yeah, I did. I did a research, and there was a. Let me see. I think it was like, uh, almost ten thousand dollars to pay a company of like some lawyers that that's all they do is ten thousand dollars. And that's the basic package. There's other packages that they do more for you. Like this one, they only do this amount of work. They submit the paperwork, you know, and if it comes back, they can do a certain amount of work, but or includes one or two hours of extra work. It's crazy, like $10,000. I'm like, you guys are smoking a joint right now. I mean, but for some things, I guess you need it, you know, so. Super legal. I'm not here, talking so. about the joint. I'm not talking <laughs> about the joint. I'm talking about the... <laughs> The trademark. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was about it was about ten grand. Yeah, to be honest, and it was even worse for like getting our certifications to go to sell our products in the EU. Um, I think that was close to forty grand. And yeah, it's it's just everything's nuts, right? You just need to pay these fees to be able to operate in these places. And we didn't even get a PO yet. It was supposed to be eight months to take that, and then COVID hit, and then no one's working in labs, so they got to start over and start over and start over. So it's been almost two years when it was supposed to be eight months. So that 40,000 we haven't recouped yet, which is, oh, it's heavy, right? It's 40 grand. Like what, that's what one person makes a year. Like, and we, we, we paid for that and like, yeah. And it, it was weird, like building this company is like, we manufacture all our own products too. Um, so we have like a production line. Obviously we started everything hand pouring into the kitchen at home and, but yeah, it's been like such a learning curve of like building this, this, how to produce, how to store things, how to have barcodes, how to, how to, how to, how to everything. Right. And you're like, right. oh, let's figure it out as we go. It's, uh, I, got, I got one question for you, Kevin. Yeah. What was that moment that was your tipping point where you're like, it was your make or break where you're looking at the kitchen, you're looking at your partner or you're just have that moment of like of doubt. We were like, why am I doing this? where you just kind of flip the switch and realize, you know, I'm going to keep going with this. Uh, I think like, obviously when we launched the company, we had uh beard fortune came on like a few months later, probably six months later, uh, which is it's allowed now in the Canadian army to grow a beard. 
and you need to groom it like to a certain length. I think it's like two inches, but every troop's allowed to grow a beard. And I think there's a hair forging now that you're allowed to grow your hair. So everyone's equal. So you can grow your hair into like whatever length you want or need. And it, it needs to be controlled, obviously. But um, so growing a beard was like in the perfect market because I was like, obviously a vet. So people were like drawn to that. They needed the education and then educated beards was like teaching them how to groom their beards and they want to support vets. And then we got into Canex, which is like the, like the PX basically. Uh, so we're across Canex across Canada, uh, which has been a really cool partnership. And that was the point, like it was within six or seven months of like launching the business that we got into Canex across Canada. So we're like, whoa okay this this is not just mom and pops anymore this is going to be a real thing and so what what i'm hearing kevin is since you're francophone you used the vandu mafia and you got the can for jen for beards to happen and then you got into the can says you're a gosh darn hero sir <laughs> yeah it was pretty crazy because i was like t talking to canx i was like the beard fortune is coming they're like yeah we've been hearing that for years and i was like yeah but it's coming for real like i i had a buddy that was a colonel in, in ottawa and he was like man you're so lucky it's coming and i was like what it's coming for real and he's like yeah and i was like oh i don't know i don't know if i trust you <laughs> So, Kevin, since you uh, you educate people on beard, uh, what can you tell me about Mike's beard? Uh, what's your professional opinion about that beard? Yeah, so white beard is the hardest uh, type to take care of. It's like basically dead hair. Um, and... <laughs> whoa, whoa, I could say that. My, dead my, inside. my beard is almost white, right? But, man, it's actually funny because, like, young guys are actually dyeing their beards white because they want to look more sophisticated. It's, it's kind of crazy. Because the chicks <laughs> dig it. Um, but, yeah, basically, it's yeah, like super that, dry. Yeah, they do. Daddy issues. Yeah, super dry beard. And usually, like, when, when it's dead beard, it's, like, even drier. So you, your skin only produces a minimal <laughs> amount of oils. And those oils get pulled into the hair. And that's why we lack and we become itchy. So your beard lacks of, of oils. So does your skin. So that's why we replenish those oils. And... So it's basically like skin oil, it should be called, not beard oil. So it's replenishing the root of the hair and like replenishing yep. the, the hair itself. Yep. And then you can put a balm and like style it very much so. And also washing of the beard is like super important. People are like, I need to wash this thing. I'm like, what? Don't you, don't you wash <laughs> everything? <laughs> I can't believe people got to ask that question. I, I spend more time on my beard than I do my hair. Same. Yeah, it's just awesome between my balls. Just taking care of it. You know, it's kind of equal. <laughs> no, I, I, I shave. And I'm thinking about laser. Let's get some laser done. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is, this, is this meant laser. lasers? Hey, man. <laughs> hey, Kevin. Hey, you can expand and have a, like, a division for laser, uh, ball, ball hair laser removal. <laughs> Oh no, no, thank you. <laughs> next thing, next thing you know, somebody goes like, "Well, I used to have two until I went to that guy. <laughs> now I only got one." And, and then JP's gonna JP's gonna ask next time, "What do you think of Mike's ball?" He's like, oh, "I used to have two. Something happened. Something went wrong with that laser." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just he used engraving laser by mistake. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh. Oh, oh, um, it's hurting me right now just thinking about it. Holy shit. 
Oh my God. Hey, 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 Kevin, and you said you got you got veterans working with you right now, right? And uh, did you get those veterans? Did you find them on your own? That was a uh, uh, some kind of veteran organization that you went through or anything like that? Yeah. So there's a return to work um, off off base. Um, the the guys that work with us that were like usually word of mouth, and they're like, "Hey, man, I want to I want to work there. I know that you're a vet and you get it. I don't want to go to SPCA or." or anything like that. So they usually try to find some, some Gucci place that they're actually going to learn something and implement it. And we're like always doing something new as, as an entrepreneur, obviously we're wearing 72 hats a day. So, so it's, it's pretty cool to have those guys in and like organize, like use all their skills. Like they understand if there's like an order that needs to go out, they, they like flip a switch on and go like, you don't need to like motivate them. They just get it. Right. So, that's kind of cool to, to be able to really help them get back to like the civilian world and really chill. And that was, that's one thing that I'm very different than that, than in the army. It's like, Hey, whoa, let's calm down this vibe. Like you don't need to be like always wired for, for danger. Like I try to, to apply everything I learned in therapy. I do therapy on a weekly basis and I'm like, all right, I need to, I need to chill the fuck out. <laughs> like I can't just like, but Man, I put a deckle on my truck just so I could be like, oh, yeah, that's true, man. I can't be a dick while I'm driving because I got a deckle. That's like my company name. So I try to like not be an asshole on the on the road, but it's so hard, right? It's so hard to not get road rage. And yeah. So. No, man, I, I, I do it all. Like I, I do it even wearing my company shit. I don't care. <laughs> like when I, when I go off with somebody, I go off. That's it. <laughs> I'm like, you're a fucking moron. It's like, sir, but you're the CEO of your company. And that's why I can say it, because nobody can fire me. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that right, Mike? <laughs> all right? the time. Now, I, I think, I think we all find ourselves a bunch of times. Shit, how many times we, we did that, Nate and Mike, in the tactical games, you know, when we're doing running, uh, uh, help run that event. I mean, sometimes you just want to go off. And you're about to, and you catch yourself, and you're like, take a deep breath and relax. No, I was look too at, busy actually competing. <laughs> look at your environment. <laughs> you know, you're like, you're trying to relax. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I, I get it, because I, I try to stay non-political in my business posts and stuff like that. It's really hard, but granted, most of my customer base is aligned the same views as mine, so it's, it's not that bad. So I do a lot of my stories, but... I see a lot of companies putting political stuff posts in there, and I'm just like thinking, you gotta, you gotta look at your whole audience based and and try to get them all and leave those personal views, you know, so inside and in, in for me, you know, in your yeah, safe that, that, that is so important Good. to be apolitical, right? Like three sides to a coin, and people yeah. people tend to forget that. Like you can see something from a different angle and still think the same thing, but it's the way that you're looking at it is different, so. Mm. I don't know, man. Apolitical is so hard. I'm looking at I'm looking at a customer yeah. base, not I'm look I'm looking at my customer base trying to reach as many as possible and you know, but not see I see too many companies really pushing an agenda one way or the other and I'm just like you know you're alienating probably a percent a percentage of your com your customer base, whether it be small or big. It's still alienating your, yeah, part I of your mean, customer base. And I do say just, I mean, Mike, if you look at knows the fiance group you don't see political posts over there why because this is a, a company that provides services and do stuff it's like we're not you know lobbyists we're not politicians you know we leave that for the experts right 
Like well, that's not that's not what we do. So we're not yeah. going to go into that. Even my personal Instagram, my open Instagram that I do question answer Wednesday of and offend people. Uh, if you look at it too, how many political posts do you see on my Instagram? You you don't because I really don't uh, post any political. Now, if I see a funny meme right about you know Biden or or or, or Trump or whatever a funny meme, I might repost it in my stories, but I don't go in a political rant on my Instagram. Well, I, I've seen some questions you get; they're political questions, but you pretty much keep it even keel yeah. and just usually. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I answer funny. But, I answer it with a joke, but I don't. I don't go into a rant because yeah. you know. Now, first of all, does it matter what I what I think? If if you already in your head you got your posi political position, whatever I say is not going to change your mind anyways. Well, here's a fun fact, guys. Right. Okay, okay, go ahead. So in Canada, we actually have a bill that is being passed about guidelines for social uh, media use and hate speech and definitions. And we're kind of in a bit of an upheaval right now based on how many – users you have, what you can say, what the guidelines are, and how much the government can influence you. Yes, this is a real thing. I am not making this up. It was all snuck in around the same time that our C, uh, C31, C10, and the other ones, and when they took the ARs. I am not conversing on this politically right now. I'm just saying that there is stuff out there. I have a certain amount of followers, over three I have over three followers on my Instagram, so I have to be very careful what I say politically and all that fun stuff. Side note, I made a satire comment of seven-minute rant about, the, about, about government, not a government, not the government, just about government. Since I did that live, I Trudeau. have not been able to go live on Instagram. For some reason, the live button has disappeared from my platform I could have deleted it. I am not blaming anybody. I'm just saying <laughs> that in general, there's stuff that has happened. So I now don't do satire. I just do look at me in the really short shorts, deadlifting. Look at me on the range with no pants. You know, here's my beard. Fun, simple family stuff, you know. It's all good. Yeah, but I mean, Nate, but, but don't change who you are either, right? No, I'm not. Uh, so here's where I'm going to finish with that. On Thursday, March 31st, Let's Walk It Out will be kicking off its second annual 222-mile rock march in North Carolina. Raising awareness from Fayetteville to Camp Lejeune and back, Let's Walk It Out is dedicated to suicide prevention and overcoming the stigma often associated with PTS, all while benefiting charities committed to veteran wellness. Ten days. 10 legs, but unlimited potential to be part of the solution. Volunteer, sponsorship, and participant opportunities can be found at letswalkitout.org. Together, let's work it out. Let's walk it out. That's what she said. So <laughs> I, if I see something that makes me lose sleep and causes me to go, okay, as this is my company, this is the, this is me, Nate. This is my personal page because I've changed my from a business page to a personal page. I have that freedom to stand up. But as a business owner, you are a leader in a community. You have to be very cognitive. And you three gentlemen have businesses and in the communities that you have to be very cognitive of. 
as somebody who owns nothing and just lives off a pension and does whatever the heck he wants, this guy, this guy with his three followers, I can make whatever jokes and stuff I want, but I do keep it very clean because what is the point of getting into an argument with somebody that doesn't want to listen to something that's rational or irrational because of their stance? They have their position. I have my position. If we don't both come off of our positions for the interest of the conversation, nothing's going to change. So why even start that conversation? And that's, that's my view of it. And that's my neighborhood. And thank you guys for visiting. <laughs> Nate, uh, I, you said it a few times that I'm here trying to figure it out, but who the hell is the fourth follower? Because you got Mike that follows you, myself, and Kevin. Who the fuck else wants to follow your account? I said three. Oh, I, I, ha I have my fake account that I, like, send my surf self oh, duck pictures. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Every Wednesday so, on hump day, I send a duck picture to myself. Got it. Got it. I'm like, I'm like I know he don't have that many followers. <laughs> so no, so but, is, that, no. is that past? Is that, like, when are we supposed to know about this? And when are we supposed to implement these things? Like, not, not that it's going to affect educated beards because we're super no. apolitical, but... I'm just like, is this is this actually, actually it, it will it will affect our business one and Kevin and Kevin's not in charge of yeah, social media. But it will no. still affect it will affect any posting. Um, it just hasn't happened right now because of everything that's happening in our country has pushed everything to the side. Um, it's one of those things that's probably if they got themselves organized in this, you know, uh, broken down truck in the middle of town hadn't happened then they'd be pushing that stuff forward right now. So it's on hold and we're waiting to find out. Right. You know, you know what is funny? I got, I got a few people that help me with the knows the few on social media. Right. And there's one person in particular who helps with the people that makes comments or ask questions in Spanish. Right. Because they know we, we, we work everywhere. So there's a lot of people from South America that follow us <laughs> sometimes specifically out of Puerto Rico. We get a lot of the, this is a paramilitary company, as, you know, train freaking terrorists that go around, mercenaries, right. blah, blah, blah. We don't uh, No, And they Damn start right. freaking rambling in Spanish. <laughs> and I, and a lot of times I see the message, right? But I don't want to reply. And I keep looking at her like, I want to say something to this. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, please, social media, dude, reply reply before i'm like oh if you don't reply in 10 minutes i'm gonna reply it's not gonna be good <laughs> and then all of a sudden i see well thank you for contacting us this and that that, that. i'm like oh oh he saved me oh he saved me <laughs> so 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 kevin you don't look at your own social media. no i don't really try to follow that we don't have a tv we don't have a microwave i try to slow my life down basically yeah yeah we're just like pretty like i i i talk to my my social media manager uh and we're like hey let's make a plan like we have a daily plan of like we're going to post about this 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 and then it just like rinse and repeat basically uh for the month but that's that's about it they deal with with all that and i'm not really good so you understand the process but you don't look at yeah because that pisses me off most times like, <laughs> that's a smart man that's a smart trolls. man right there there's so I many trolls right <laughs> You know so, what? Yeah. That's what I need to do. I need to not look at the comments, but I can't help it. Like, I got to look at them, right? I got to look at them, man. 
You, you like chaos, JP. And then he, you like and then he pissed like me chaos. off. I'm like, I want to say something. It's like uh, uh, in Let's Walk It Out, like, uh, uh, you know, a nonprofit, Kevin, that, that I run, Let's Walk oh, It Out. Geez. We actually got a yeah. social media manager, like a girl that that's what she does. Like, that's her job. And uh, so she runs that and, you know, she scheduled the post like a month ahead. She already knows the schedule, what's happening, all that crazy stuff. So she replies to a lot of those. So I try not to look at them. And uh, sometimes I see him and I go like, oh, no, you didn't. And I go like, oh, it is on. And I go like, hey, Tiffany, did you see this message? And she's like, I got it. I'm like, Ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> Look how calm Kevin is right now. He's like, chill. I don't have to deal with that. I just point there, say that, do that. And I just sit back oh, yes, in my so chair no. and comb my beard. You know what, Kevin? At some point, I'll get there. I, I want to be well, like Kevin. I want to yeah, be like Kevin. When yeah, I come down and see you on the 26, uh, I'm going to get Kevin to send me the new massage oil. And I'll bring my table and we'll get you all relaxed, big fella. You got massage oils? Educated Beard has massage oils now. Wow. And uh, I've been taking their online course, and I'll tell you, uh, I'm feeling very educated. So does it take like 30 oh. seconds? Uh, <laughs> no. 30 <laughs> seconds to get you there. I'm saying if it does, I would like to get uh, some. I can get you no. there in 30 seconds. <laughs> I'm on the road a lot. Oh, you guys. <laughs> So it's, it's like when you start shooting like this in your trigger finger, instead of doing this one, this is the better way to do it, right? So it's a new shooting technique I've worked on this week. I've got a range video coming. The massage oil is going to help. Perfect. <laughs> what? Huh? What? Hey, Kevin, uh, we're getting ready uh, here to get to the end of uh, our show. But uh, uh, if you want to if, if you want to send a message to veterans about, you know, pursuing their goals, starting their own business or or anything like that, what would you say right now you got – an audience in front of you. They're all veterans and they're looking at you as Kevin, my hero, tell me what to do. Yeah, basically the military trains you to like basically think outside the box and problem solve. And that's what an entrepreneur is. Like you'll struggle with like mental or physical illnesses. And it's, it's all part of the journey of being an entrepreneur and actually you're equipped more than anyone else because you got like your brothers and your sisters beside you that you can actually like bounce ideas by and they're going to be straight up they're not they're not going to bullshit you like family does they're like oh yeah good good work go do that but like your 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 troops are actually going to tell you straight up like oh no that's bullshit and it's actually really good like they're the best cheerleaders that you can have so like problem solving that's all we do in, in the military because everything's always breaking down and everything's always gun taped together and you're always like yeah, fixing everything like red and green show, basically. So being an entrepreneur is the same thing. It's like you just got to fix thing and be not calm about it. But uh, obviously, I'm I'm not I'm never this calm. You can ask people; they're just like, "Man, you're so dramatic. Why is this like always like end of the world?" I'm like, Ugh. but yeah, and you you just you can do it. Like the the military's trained you to to basically not give a fuck about anything. Yeah, and just go. That's awesome. Uh, hey, hey uh, Nate, you got anything you wanna you wanna share before we head out? Well, I do, but it's kind of personal, so I'll keep it to myself for now. Okay, perfect. 
Great. Okay. That was like probably the the fastest <laughs> comment that you have made all night. Everybody likes a quickie every once in a while. Uh, no, since, since we've known, we him. known him. Holy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do just want to point out that uh, we appreciate Kevin. And Here we go. his beard, even though it's mostly okay. apparently dead hair um, with the whiteness <laughs> there, it's still pretty epic. And I do want to say that Kevin and I did serve on the same base at the same time, but our beards never entwined. I'm just pointing oh, that really? out there. Oh, that's kind yeah. of that's, that's I know, I know that's the question we're going to get from the viewers afterwards. That, that's... Is that like it's a, a bromance? Mance. Yeah, you have to have at least three Beard inches to, okay. to have one. <laughs> Sorry, JP. <laughs> no, thanks for having ha, coming on the show, Kevin, and thanks for letting me um, play with your products and our future endeavors. Anytime. Hey, uh, Anytime. Mike, you got anything? No, no, no. I'm not going to tell that, but... Uh... I'll, I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll just support what Kevin says. Last comments were, I mean, it's just taking the the skills that we we acquired and learned and and used in the military and applying it towards business. Uh, no one can do it like we can. I mean, it's it's the problem. It's problem solving. I, I couldn't agree more. It's just we attack it, break it down, and attack it and fix it. Yep. So. Uh, yeah. No, that's perfect. Well said. And uh, it's like we always talk about finding new purpose, and I think. Uh, uh, we've been saying it right, but I think la last week uh, uh, uh Moore said, "No, not finding. We all, we we all have a purpose. You just need to reapply it in a different environment." So when we were in military, we had a purpose. That same purpose we need to apply in a different environment now, which is great. And that's what Kevin is doing. That's what Mike is doing. I don't know what Nate is doing, but uh, <clears throat> but that's what we're all trying to do. Hey, Kevin. Thank you so much for uh, being a guest in our show. Uh, thank you for sharing your experience with us and good luck. And I hope you continue to grow that business uh, for everybody listening. Educatedbeard.com, right, Kevin? That's right. That's that right. Yeah. Uh, in Spanish, educacionbeardado.com. No, I just made that up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> please, please don't try to look for that link. <laughs> uh, once again, <laughs> educatedbeard.com. And, uh, Go ahead, support. Hey. Hey, uh, go ahead and support Kevin. Support his business, better known. And uh, I can't wait to try your massage oil when Nate gives me. A, okay, no, we'll talk about that later. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, no matter what you do, do not, do not cash out.